Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Inside the Millennial Mindset, where we interview world-class millennials doing amazing things. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Rigo Flow. What's up, Rigo? How you doing, bro? Yo, how are you guys doing today? It's a beautiful Saturday and we're here with Mr. Andy. Like uh, Rigo said, this guy, it's it, it, we're changing it up a little bit. We're doing something a little bit different, bringing you a different flavor of person today, a different mindset. This yep. guy operates in... A very different way, but w- what I want to do is uh, I want him to uh, introduce himself. And, yes. Um, Rico, who do we have here? We have Andy Samora from the Mortgage Guys. What's up, bro? ¿Cómo estás? What's up, brother? Aquí andamos, aquí andamos. Good stuff, man. So tell us a little bit about you, bro. Para los que no te conocen, for those that don't know you, tell us about you. Who is Andy, bro? Andy, Andy Zamora. I'm from the Central Valley. I'm from Northern California, a little town called Riverbank. Okay. Right next to Modesto, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to have a hard time pinpointing yeah. uh, that small city. But moved around a lot growing up. I, I know I was touching or touching on the fact that we lived in the Oxnard area. Yeah. Right. Yeah, when we were, before. that's before I was born. We, My parents worked in the fields out there and then okay. eventually worked their way up north over to Watsonville, Salinas area. Yeah, yeah. And when I was coming up, we were, we were in Riverbank, so that's where I grew up. Okay. Yeah, I'm very familiar with the uh, with the area that you're talking about. Not Riverbank itself, but yeah, Modesto. Yeah. Um, I have friends that are out in Salinas and Stockton, so I know that it's not too far from that area. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's I'm... Uh, puros cholos ahí. Yeah, yeah, puros cholos. But the good thing, bro, is that you, uh, I think, uh, and, and we'll dive deeper into it as, as uh, we get into the conversation, but I feel like you took your situation and you kind of made it your own, right? Yeah. You, um, you really were able to, uh, to, to not stay in that. Right. And, uh, and it's cool, bro. It's really cool to see that you excelled, right? So one of the first questions that I want to ask you, bro, is, is what is it exactly that you do for a living? I mean, obviously, I know, but I want the, I want the public to know, bro. I want, I want everybody to know. What, is, what exactly does Andy do for a living? Yeah, so I'm a mortgage loan originator. Okay. But more than anything, I, I, I consider myself just, just a leader, man. Someone who, who is hoping to inspire as many people as, as possible to to aim higher, to take that chance, that leap of faith. Right. And that's kind of what I pride myself. The, the, the loan officer is just, you know, just the loan officer title is just the avenue right now, that the vehicle that, that I'm, I'm taking, but it's a lot more, a lot more than just that title. Yeah, and I can definitely agree with you on that, bro. Um, you operate in a very different way, and that's something that I found very interesting from the beginning since I've been seeing, you know, since I've been following you. I've been following you for a couple years now. Uh, I remember when you made the move from one mortgage company to another. I'll let you say that. But I've been, no, I've been following you for a minute now, bro, and uh, I like to, I like to, and something that Rigo and I both share is we like to kind of look at people that are doing something extraordinary before it happens, yeah. right? I spotted what you were doing at a very, like, very early on, and yeah. I was like, oh, hold on, this guy's onto something. Yeah. Um, so I, I really admire that you're, uh, you're taking that leap, and I'll tell you this, bro, you already do inspire people, yeah. and... Um, you inspire them by by showing them that it's possible. Yeah. And one reason why I say that, bro, is because you inspire your circle. Right. What do I mean by that is the people that are on your team, bro, whether you see it or not, I feel like a lot of times it takes somebody else to tell us that we're doing something amazing for us to realize it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have to tell my partner, Rigo, that, hey, bro, you're doing something really dope, really amazing for him to realize the same way that he's told me before, like, hey, you're doing something good. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just doing what I, you know, what I feel in my heart. So I think it, it goes back to the way that, that uh, you're doing things as well. So yeah. you are definitely inspiring in that sense, bro. I can definitely see your hustle. I see your grind and you're on it, bro. And that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting perspective, bro. So you, you said that you wouldn't inspire people, right? Am I, am I right? 
That's correct. So uh, where does that come from? Like, what ma- what makes you want to inspire people? Because you came from a very humble background, right? You did say that you that your family did originate from like the fields, right? They used to work the fields at one point in their life. Yeah. So they came from a completely different aspect of life, where you know that's not something that you tend to say. You know, if you ask uh, my my familia, you know, my fam- my own family themselves, we also worked from the fields, and. Yeah. When I asked him, you know, what did you guys see yourself doing in 10 years? Like back back when I asked him the first time, what did you guys see yourself doing in 10 years? They would have definitely not said, hey, I want to inspire somebody, you know? So right. where does that come from, bro? Like wh- wh- when did that mentality really start setting into your mind? I think that being the youngest of four okay. and being nine years apart to my sister, which we did not really oh, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty like big gap, bro. Yeah. So then came my older brothers, which were 14, 15 years mm. older than me. And I always just wanted to be heard, man. I wanted some acknowledgement. Okay. I was just kind of the little brother there that no, no one paid attention to. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted my voice to be heard. You know what I mean? And, and I always had these ideas, these thoughts, and, and good intentions. But nobody knew because Andy was just put to the side. Okay. You know what I mean? So I was just, man, what could I need to do something huge to, so that people can, can know this, these, these good intentions I have yeah. inside of me, right? And, and little by little, we've been able to to kind of make that happen. So. I think that's, that's, uh, you hit something important, bro, because I feel like as a, and, and you're the youngest, you said, right? Yeah. I feel like as the youngest child in a family, you always, um, you always kind of have to fight to, to do something different, right? To kind of stand out in a different way. And I like that you're doing it in the way that you are, right? You're not using it like in a negative way, showing off and, and trying to get that attention in a negative way, but you're trying to show people like, look, I have good intentions and I want to do something big. And I've I've felt that since you spoke at Driven uh, this past year, when, when I was there with Manny, um, I saw that, bro, and I, I can feel that. I feel that energy, and that's that's good. I'm sure you're making uh, everybody in your family proud, bro. So yeah. that, that's inspiring, bro. Thank you, brother. That's that's the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's tough, bro, when when we get put on that stage, that spotlight. You know what I mean? I get re- I get the butterflies just like I got them going right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then I also know that I have some of my team, some of my guys out there watching. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it can I cuss? Of course. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck my feelings, bro. Who? who Andy, what? You're being selfish if you're just focused about what your what your emotions or emotions are like. Yeah. There's people that are depending on you to deliver Oof. so that they could take that that initiative as well. Oh it's yeah. Kind of paving the path. So, I whenever I feel like I want to slow down because of what's going on internally, my emotions, the way I feel, I worry. I focus. I shift my focus into the, like, man, they need you to to stand up, to take action, to pave the way. So that's that's how I'm able to get through that. Well, wow, that's 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 amazing, bro. That's amazing that that you shift your mind and that you're able to do that because a lot of us and I say us because it's hard for me when I lose that like motivation, it's hard for me to shift that mindset. But it's amazing that you have that ability. Let me ask you this, where did that generate or how did that how did you learn how to do that? Man, honestly, there's there's a lot of things that I'm going to have answers to, but that one just 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 remembering what my why is and again, it's it's never been about me. So now that I, I, I used to imagine people depending on me to, to do something great. For example, I was a, a high school coach okay. for four years, high school soccer coach. And I always just thought that they were out there watching, watching me on, on Instagram and what I was doing. And, and if I posted that I was, I, I was staying in on a weekend reading, and I, I loved posting that, that I was reading on a Saturday night, on a Friday night that I was up early on, on Saturday morning, Sunday morning to kind of shift their, their mindset. But it was just imaginary. It wasn't, I, I didn't know if it was true or not, mm-hmm. but then now I, I actually have a team. Like 
this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this gal, this gal are on my team. So now it ain't imaginary people watching me. It's people that I can like, look, these are the people that are watching me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a lot easier to, to, to take action that way. I think it's it's the principle of accountability, right? Yeah. It sounds like it's that principle of accountability that really drives you, bro. And that's that's insane how you're um it's like what I told you earlier, bro. Te haces, no eres, bro. Like yeah. like you you play that part, but you're very um I feel like everything, every step that you're gonna take or that you that you're taking or that you have taken, um, is already you already thought about it. Like you already saw it in your mind. Yeah. Now it's just kind of living it in, in your life, right? right? So that's amazing that you uh you you think that way, bro. It's now that I'm getting to listen to you, bro, I see why you have that success and I see why you're it because it's 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 really mindset. So now and, and let me ask you this, what you're you're opinion on it is what do you think um businesses is it more mindset or is it skill i think it's gonna be mindset okay yeah because there's a lot of uh, what would it be uh people who are not the smartest not the most skillful killing it okay i mean just because just because what what, what i would attribute that to would be wow courage bro yeah a lot of people what they lack is not skill but they lack courage Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And what happens is sometimes you need someone to show you that it's possible for you to build a little bit of courage. So that's what's happening with my team, bro. I I, I grew up with a lot of these people that are in my team, and I know how great they are. I just know it because I've I've been with them, around them for over a decade, over 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. I know they got greatness in them, but they lack courage. But what if Andy comes and does something that was abnormal? And now I could tell them, hey, brother, look, this is what I did. This is what's possible. This is how much money we can generate. Forget about that $20 an hour that we used to think was was good enough. Forget about the the Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 being a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, no. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like I just needed to show my people that we just need to build some courage and that there's so much more that we can we can uh, accomplish if we just take that that jump, make that jump. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because whenever oh. uh, I was talking to Rico recently on the drive over here, we were dissecting the greatest minds that have ever existed in the business world. You know, the Rockefellers, yeah. uh, the Del Carnegie's, the Grand Carnegie's, and and um, one of the one of the topics that came up constantly throughout these people's lives was the fact that they, you know, they were just action takers. They literally just uh, knew what they wanted to do, and they had the courage to actually go ahead and do it, rather than being the smartest person in the room. It's not that they were the smartest; it's that they were the one, the most willing to actually take action. Yeah. That. So that leads me to my next question. When did you personally see the most growth in your business? The most growth in my business when, honestly, when I started study, studying Grant Cardone. Okay. Because for a long wow. time, I did I did car sales. Okay. And when I got in the car sales business, I realized that, that seasoned car salesmen were studying sales gurus. There was sales trainings online on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So then I started jumping on on that as well and then i came across jim rome i got et eric thomas and i got a little bit of tony robbins a little bit of and then i landed on grant's page and i was like oh shit (laughs) i like this guy something about him he's a little crazy it's funny because uh, i you always hear mixed reviews from guy condone you either really love him or you really don't yeah Yeah. why why do you think you resonated with him just because he was I, i loved how how transparent he was okay you like his aggressiveness i love just trans that transparency okay there's a lot of things that he probably shouldn't say, mm-hmm. but he says them anyways because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's, he's no, he has no filter. Yeah. And he talked a lot about, on, a lot, a lot about courage and okay. just being obsessive because 
I have I had a, I have always had an obsession at, at certain period of time, uh, at certain periods of time. It's been on video games. Like I yeah. want to be the fucking best at yeah. whatever video game I'm playing. Uh, there was a time where tetherball was my shit. Yeah, soccer ball or soccer was my thing, and 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 I would get crazy about it, bro. Like it didn't matter if it, there was rain or shine or whatever the, if I was sick. But now I walked I walked into the business world, and this guy's like, ten x. Yeah. Be obsessed or be average. Uh-huh. And I get people telling me, man, you're you're working too much. Or why are you doing so much, man? Just chill. You look for some balance. Man, fuck that. You know what I mean? Why, why, why do you think they're telling you you're working too much? Well, that that might be a sign that they're not working enough. Oh. oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It, 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 not even that, though. It, it, it has to go back to... It has to go back to to what we all want in, in, in life, you know? So that might be me just talking shit, but... Mm-hmm. Where I'm trying to get to, that's 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 a non-negotiable. I have to go right the the seven days a week, the mm-hmm. you know 80, 80 hours a week, you mm-hmm. know whatever. There's no no looking at your clock and saying, man, that's enough. You punch, you, you got your eight hours in. And so let me ask you, dude. That's actually I've, I've heard that several times before yeah. from very high achievers. Yeah. What, what do you define as a non-negotiable? What, what what does that really mean to you? Well, to me, to me is is going to bed not feeling like I did the most, okay. like I improved, like at least. At least, I mean, 1% is, is, is what I like to use. I have to feel like I, I learned something today that's going to help me for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That could be a little bit of reading. That could be some, some there had to be a, an hour of, of a podcast. It had to be something that, that mm-hmm. I feel like, man, today I seized the day. If I don't feel like I seized the day, that's when I'll be here till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Until I feel like I did that, that's when I'm able to get a good night's rest. Yeah, I've I've actually I have seen you at your office at midnight, and in my head, honestly, I'm thinking like, I'm a lender too, bro. Hold on, wait. what are you doing at your office at twelve, right? But I like what you think, and what I'm hearing from what you're saying, bro, is that it's not that you're obsessed. It's not that you um. Beyond the commitment, there's something that I feel like I just realized about you yeah. that I feel like is very obvious, but yeah. you're passionate, bro. Yeah, you're passionate about whatever endeavor it is that you take, whether like you said, whether it be video games, yeah. tetherball, soccer. Uh, now the business, like it, it doesn't matter whatever it is that you're you're doing. You're passionate about it. You put your heart into it, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's one of the main reasons why um, people like you are successful in business, bro, or yeah. in anything in life because you're passionate, yeah. right? You do it with the right intention. Right. There's people that jump into this business because they see a quick check. Mm-hmm. I know so many lenders and so many realtors that jump in because they think it's a quick check, and they're the first ones to check out. Yeah, <laughs> they're the first ones to be out, um, and it's because they're not doing things with intention. Right. They're not jumping into their day with intention, right? Yeah. And uh, right now, earlier we were talking about the open house that you were at. Yeah. And you say that your main goal when you're at these open houses is, yes, obviously be there to provide that information, right? right. But beyond that is to build that relationship with right. people, right? right? Why? Because you have to get to know your business partners. Yeah. That's you showing your passion to get to know who you're doing business right. with. I think that's next level, bro. And I think that that's one of, from from what you've been saying so far, that's that's one takeaway that I'm, I'm taking with me. Yeah. Um, and that I feel like the listeners, you guys, you guys should be listening to that too. It's yeah. It's that passion. You know what I mean? It's that it's putting in that extra work, going that extra mile like that saying, you know what I mean? Do what others aren't willing to do so you can live the lifestyle that others can't live. Right. You have an end goal. You know what you want and you're putting in the work that's going to help you get to that position. So I think that's great, bro. Um, it's helping me understand a lot more why it is that you are where you're at. Yeah. So it has a lot to do again. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it twice because it, it all has to do with 
where are we trying to get to? Yeah. Like, what's the destination? Yep. Some people don't want to make it to, you know, a hundred million, mm-hmm. two hundred right. million, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, some people don't care about helping, not just this generation, but wanting to leave something for the next one. Yeah. So depending on what what our target is, then maybe yeah, you're cool working forty hours an hour, and that's fine. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you got to try and make sense out of why Andy's working as much as he's working. Yeah. You know, so what, where I'm intending to go, <coughs> I need to be shit. Twenty four hours isn't even enough. Correct. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's why why I get a little a little crazy with with the amount of work I put in. Yeah, but it goes to show, bro, with, with, I mean, the results are there, yeah. right? Results don't lie. That's something that I tell a lot of people. Your results don't lie. And, you and know I'm what I mean? And uh, I want to play devil's advocate because I, I like to see it from both sides of the perspective. You know, there's a lot of people that, especially on the social, you know, we live in the social media age. Mm-hmm. And I was guilty of that in the past, you know, where I would, uh, like you said, uh, post it on social media. Hey, guys, look at me grinding at 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, look at me grinding at 5 in the morning. I have not slept in the past 24 hours, mm-hmm. you know. It's something that... A lot of people like to flash, you know? Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, how much of your work would you say it's actually efficient work versus you working just to fill in your schedule? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie on that. There's times where even if just my mind is outside of the what's going on in this club, who's uh-huh. playing, who's playing uh, you know, what, what local band is, even just if I'm sitting in an office and I'm thinking of what I could be doing, I might not be as efficient on pushing my files mm-hmm. to the funding stage but even just knowing that you know what andy you're not gonna go on this date to go out with this girl or that girl mm-hmm. or with the boys to drink or to watch you know football basketball baseball whatever even just that commitment of staying i'm staying in i'm gonna fucking sleep in this office even if i'm not being as efficient as i should even that makes me feel okay. like Andy, you're willing to sacrifice yeah the, right. the, you know the the good the good times quote-unquote good times to get even a little bit closer to, to where you're trying to get to. Yeah. So sometimes it's not at a, a super efficient 2 a.m. you know night at, at the office, but even just staying here might be a, an issue for many people, regardless yeah. of the efficiency of the time. It sounds like it's more of a discipline type of thing yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's more of a you kind of uh, show, showing that yourself really, because I I mean you don't post it all the time. Yeah. The times that I have caught it, it's like 12. Yeah. Right, but if you're staying here past that, I feel like it's it's more of that you showing yourself that you have the discipline to be able to stay here mm-hmm. and choose your business growth and, and development, like you said, whether you're sitting at where you're at now, hoping and wishing that you were at the club or that you were on yeah. that date, um, you're still staying disciplined and understanding that no, I'd rather wake up ready to go tomorrow mm-hmm. than wake up with a hangover type of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, I I see that, bro. I I like that. And you know, bro, something something that we noticed about you, and one of the main reasons why we wanted to talk to you about this thing, is because this is something that you excel on. You're not just only somebody that you know like likes to put in the work. You know, you you obviously like to put in the work. You like to put in the hustle. Mm-hmm. But dude, you're a delegator, bro. Oh you yeah, are, you've dude, mastered that. Something that we noticed about you is that is something that it's it's a skill that you finesse. You yeah. know how to delegate. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, how important is it to delegate your work? Again, it's going to go back to what our target is. Uh-huh. Who are we trying to become? If Andy's looking to be a, a business owner, okay. business owners aren't scanning paperwork. You know, they're not checking people Ooh, in. They're not even okay. getting, they're not even handing drinks like I did right now. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. But it, it goes, it goes back to identifying, okay, who are we trying to become? Mm-hmm. And in that role, what are the, the activities that are, are going to have the highest ROI? 
Yep. Our highest return of investment. Yep. And man, we just want to stick to doing the activities that have the highest return of investment. One would be spending quality time with the people that can that can impact your business somehow. Yeah. Or it could be you know the people that that you care about most. So, yeah, we 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 have to learn to delegate just about everything, brother. That's big. Um, you know, one of my one of my mentors in the business. Uh, our biggest issue has always been my issue with him or his issue with me. Yeah. And one of the things that he tells me why I haven't excelled to the next level yeah. is because I'm a kind of a control freak. Like I was telling you earlier, I want to be able to be the person that scans, sends, has the file ready and everything. But I'm seeing more and more and especially hearing you speak, bro. It's like you have to delegate what's under your pay grade, yeah. right? You have to delegate so that you can do, like you said, those activities that are are gonna give you that higher ROI, yeah. right? So, hmm, okay. So, so, so control, bro, is is almost equal. It's it's enemy of uh, is the enemy of growth. You know, if we want to grow, control we have to learn. Hold on, hold on. Say that louder for the people in the time? back, bro. Yeah, so, so control. Yeah, is the enemy of growth. Okay. Oof. Okay. Wow. I like that, okay. I like that. We have to be able to. You and just stabbed me, bro. You yeah, just stabbed me. Oh, still, I, felt one, I felt that one, bro. I felt that one. Yeah, we have to be willing to, to hand it off, and we have to be okay knowing that there is a possibility that shit is going to hit the fan, that that person that we handed that responsibility to could fuck it up. Right. But that's part of the process. So let me ask you this, bro. You said something. You know, you, you have to understand. We have to understand <laughs> that shit might hit the fan. So how is it that with your business partners, because we're in an industry, bro, that's like cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're not doing the right thing, yeah. bro, you're going to mess something up. Yeah. So how is it that you deal with uh, something that falls out of escrow, um, something that something slips through your hands? and You're like, oh, shoot, I didn't see this. How do you deal with that? How do you how do you show face to your, your partners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, luckily that hasn't happened. OK, but I know that it's a possibility. Right. And I'm perfectly OK with it. I'm perfectly OK with with the outcomes of losing a client with losing a realtor relationship with taking a court with fucking being sued with whatever comes with it. Cause I don't expect it to be, you know, all, all perfect, right. smooth sailing, you know, all the way. Yeah. So I know that that's gonna, it's part of the show. You know what right. I mean? I, I expect it ha- to happen eventually. Right. And it's like you said, you know, you can't control is the, is the enemy of growth. Yeah. So, so that really resonates, bro. Yeah. Damn. Honestly, bro, I think we have a title for this damn podcast yeah. straight yeah, up. That's, that's that is, that is insane, title. bro. That's insane. So, you know, you mentioned to us your upbringing. You mentioned to us your motivation. You mentioned to us um, how delegation is important. Yeah. Let me ask you this now, bro. I mean, I know that growth, it sounds like growth is very important to you. Very much. Why in the world? Why the F? Why the fuck are you training your competition? Because realistically speaking, bro, you're building a team. Yes, you're building a team, but you're also training your competition. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I think uh, I I tell them I don't expect them to be under Andy forever. Right. Just like I tell them to to come up and start their own teams and do whatever they wish. I heard that on one of your lives, yeah. bro, or I your know, posts. Yeah. I know that there's there's a new wave who I will also help come up and repeat. You know what I mean? So I'm not yeah. thinking in uh, what, what what's that uh, word that the scarcity that. Scarcity mindset. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think of that. Okay. You know, I expect them to grow and and go flourish on their own, do their thing. I think that that really, um, that really 
shows that you embody what you said, bro. Like you want to help those around you. I think that what you're doing is amazing by putting your people that you used to hang out with, used to kick it with, that maybe you were the desmadroso with. You're now putting your players in position to win. You're playing a game of chess, bro. You're putting your players in position, right? And uh, I think that's amazing. That's one thing that I do admire about you, bro, because I feel like a lot of times the older crowd, I was lucky enough to find a mentor that was willing to share with me everything he knows. And to this day, if I have a file that's like that I'm having trouble with, bro, I know that I can reach out to this person. Shout out to Pedro Chavez um, because he's always willing to help me. Yeah. He's always willing to to walk me through something that I've haven't done. So yeah. I think it's uh, there's there's only a handful of of you you know what i mean there's only a handful of people that are willing to show that um show this trait right show this business um to the newcomers to the people that are coming into the business because because of that but it's it's because like you said you operate without fear of scarcity right you don't operate on that so that's important that's that's cool man yeah so um you you did mention that you were um you know you did build a team and you don't necessarily operate in that scarcity mindset but um you are you are motivated, not inspired. You are inspired by Grant Cardone, and something that Grant Cardone, something that really motivates him is that fire he has. You know, and some people might even consider that ego. Mm-hmm. But from what I've seen about you, from what I've seen from you, I haven't really seen much of an ego yeah. type personality type. Mm-hmm. What's your perspective on ego? Do you think you have ego? And if you had it, when did you start being aware of it and like phase it out of your life? Yeah, well, that that ego word. Uh, I'm gonna say that I do have it. Okay, I really? think it's okay. under control. Never do I do I look at someone and and, um, and think I'm better than, than 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 anybody. You know, it's all eye level with everybody. But that ego is what makes me want to thrive. Like I'm never okay being at the bottom of the of the scoreboard or, or you know the top performers. I'm yeah. not okay with being second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Okay. So that ego makes me want to be at the top. But when you do get that top spot, it's not you you thinking you're better than anybody. It's like man, I just put in a lot of work, man. It's just yeah. an interesting perspective, dude. I actually heard somebody recently from this is from a question that they asked to really top achievers, and yeah. the question and the answers were kind of interesting. Yeah. Do you think to be a top performer, to be one of the best of the best, and the number one, you have to walk around with a chip on your shoulder? That's a lot true, of these man. people said yes. I think I think so. Okay. Yeah, why, think, why why do you think so? I think you have something to prove to okay. not maybe just yourself, but I think everybody's got a little a little bit of uh, different motivators. Some people are driven by by recognition some people do want the awards some people want um to be accepted for me i i thrive uh when i have a competitor i thrive on competition if there's an opponent and i can i can see who who i'm competing against that's when i get really really motivated you know that's when i feel like i got that chip activated yeah so yeah. recently that you know people are throwing this idea around like hey you know i'm gonna do it with my like i'm gonna do it for my city i'm gonna do it with my people i'm mm-hmm. taking everyone with me but mm-hmm. Whenever you talk to top performers, top achievers, like you right now, you just said you have to walk around with, with a chip on your shoulder. How do you and and the fact that you have something to prove? Mm-hmm. What do you think about this idea that's being thrown around where you have to do it for your city, do it for your people, do it with everybody, and have this team walking behind you? Not necessarily your team, but kind of keep it open for, in terms of competition, keep it open for people to kind of be able to compete with you. I'm not sure I understood the question. Can okay, the... so. Lately, there's been this idea of people that really let's say, that keep saying, "I want to do it for my I'm city," saying, and yeah. that kind of like, in other words, it's kind of, it kind of it feels like people are saying, "Keep the competition low. Don't be so aggressive with your personality." Oh yeah, yeah. But a lot of the people that I keep hear that are keep hearing saying these things, they're not high achievers, they're not high performers, but it's something that 
it sounds really flashy and yeah. persuasive on social media. Yeah. Is that something that you don't agree with at all? Uh, honestly, I don't even pay too much mind to that. But uh, I, I, I respect anybody who, who is proud of where they come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anybody who finds motivation in anything, there's times that motivation is fueled by something negative. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, it, does it give you motivation though? What should we What should we focus on the the reason or or the fuel or or the fact that they're motivated? I mean, I'm like, hey, if it's working for you, man, as long as when you do achieve that goal, you're not putting no one down, you're not hurting nobody. I respect it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where the fuel is or if it's for the wrong reasons or whatever. But hey, I'll, I'll power to you if if you're out there doing your thing and and representing your city or not. Hmm. I like how you responded to that a lot. Yeah. I feel like you're, uh, you embody that kind of uh, stay in your lane type of thing. Like yeah. you're staying in your lane. You're focused on your goals, yeah. not really worried about the negative, right? You don't. I don't. I don't. I don't focus too much on. Yeah. On anything negative, man. And there's so many things that we could focus on that are quote unquote, you know, that are negative. Yeah. But I choose to focus my energy and my attention elsewhere. Like know? what? Like, uh, like the. I love when I see people overachieving and, and um, like, for example, we're talking right now about about the going to seminars mm-hmm. and how I felt about it. And I'm like, man, I just love going and seeing these people want to thrive, man. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not even focused that the speaker that was on stage was shit, that they they wasted a, an hour of our time because I didn't take anything away from it. Right. But I'm focusing on the fact that, man, you know what, we're here. Look at all these people, man. Look at all these people that are hungry. I feed off that. Then I choose to focus my energy on that versus focusing on the fact that the person on stage didn't say things the way I wish it, I wish they would have or that they gave me something that I'm going to be able to take home. I choose to, I'm going to focus on this and I'll take that and bring it back to, <laughs> you know? Because if, if we focus on a negative, there's always something to focus a negative energy towards there's somebody some people that may win the lottery bro and, and they won a hundred million dollars and i hear that the irs takes a chunk a negative person can be like what they're taking 35 million out of 100 they're taking 35 million when they just won the lottery they just got 60 65 million uh-huh. so the negative mindset will always find find attention you know where where, where it shouldn't go i always shift it to where where it's something positive, something that I could take away. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, dude, I was talking to somebody, uh, he, his name is Matthew, and he's, in my, in my mind, bro, this guy is so low-key. He's yeah. the kind of person you never hear about. He's the kind of person that doesn't really do anything public, bro. But he told me something that blew my mind, yeah. and it's something similar to what you said right yeah. now. He said that, I asked him, do you know, the, he's in a certain field, and I asked him, do you know this person? He said, Never heard of him. This person is literally one of the top of the tops. Yeah. It's like, I was like, do you, have you heard of uh, this person, which is someone who's also performing on a high level? Yeah. He said, I've never heard of him. And yeah. I asked him, okay, you're a top performer. You're one of the best in your industry. Yeah. You're making moves and you're make, obviously making a lot of money with your business, yeah. but you've never heard of these top performers. Mm-hmm. And what he told me blew my mind. He said, it's like, I don't have to listen to the top performers. I don't have to listen to what they're doing. I have my mentors that have been in the industry for decades mm. and they taught me and gave me a certain path. All I have to do is listen and focus on what they taught me mm-hmm. and remove all the other noise that all these other people are doing and that's going to allow me to excel and perform a lot more efficient because these people already set the path for me. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're kind of doing a similar way. You're yeah. in a seminar, right? 
and you're in this industry as well, but you're not listening to what they're, you're not listening to their tactics, you're not listening to their techniques because it's technique that's been proven for them, but you're focusing your energy on a different demographic and that demographic is giving you a different inspiration which allows you to perform differently mm -hmm. in a way that other people can't necessarily comprehend and won't be able to emulate because it's your own inspiration. Yeah. And that's interesting because it's, it's, it's a topic that I've been hearing a lot from people that are performing in different levels. And it, it just, it, it blew my mind when he told me that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, again, I just choose to, to retrieve inspiration from, I mean, it could be anybody doing whatever career they're doing. I have, I, I, I get really inspired, bro, when I see, for example, field workers, bro. Okay. Yeah. I get a lot of props for quote unquote work, being a hard worker and work ethic. I'm like, nah, hell no. Nah. I don't work half as hard as that person right there. Mm -hmm. I, they inspire me, you know what I mean? So I'm always looking for someone to, oh shit, I see what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's a mindset, you know. There's a lot of a lot of people we can we can learn from and and get inspired from, but it's up to us to choose if that's where we're going to shift our energy or 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 find something negative, something we didn't like, something they didn't say, you know, how we wish they would have. That's how I roll. <laughs> wow, man. It, it's, uh, as, as you all can hear, this man literally is like, uh, you know what? My glass is half full. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, uh, you live, it sounds like you live by that, that, you know, glass half full instead of glass half empty. Oh, for sure, bro. And, I, um, I used to tell my dad that a lot. Yeah. And I think it's amazing, bro, uh, especially coming from a, from a Latino upbringing, you know what I mean? From a very, um, realistically speaking, I don't know if this, this is for you. It wasn't for me, but I know that it's a common thing. Like coming from a very uh, machista culture, yeah. um, it's amazing that you think that way, bro. Amazing that you find all the positive and, and all the negatives, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you, oh, man, in this talk, you, I'm staying quiet because you're teaching me these lessons, bro. I'm like staying like, poof, my mind is blown every five yeah. seconds with what you're saying. And I feel like it's just shifting that mindset. Mm -hmm. Like instead of me thinking about the seminars, like, oh, what am I doing here? You know, I should yeah. be working. Like, nah, like I'm in a room full of people that are inspired that want to grow, yeah. make connections, yeah. meet them, I talk to them. Like you said, if there's somebody there that I know that is going to be there, that I, I want them to see me there, like figure it out. Just, just find the positive in all the... Uh, I guess the negatives, right? And uh, that, that's amazing that you're able to do that, bro. I think you're, you have an amazing, amazing way of thinking. Um, and that's, I can't emphasize it enough. That's the reason why you're where you're at and uh, you're headed where you're going. But let's, uh, now let's switch it up a little bit, bro. Uh, it's, obvious, it's obvious that you're a beacon of inspiration for a lot of different people. You know, you have your own audience here uh, listening to you, asking you questions. But the question is, uh, who drives you? Who inspires you? It's gonna be, there, there's a number of people. Okay. And, and just like the field worker inspires me, I have my team that inspires me. I have my family. I have I have the next generation who is my ultimate inspiration. Somebody I've never even met. Okay, you know, wait, can you that, elaborate on that? Yeah, yeah. So, so the whole purpose of me doing what I'm doing, brother, is not not for for anybody. I, I think I'll get to shake hands with. Uh, I'll be blessed if I get to shake, you know, the people that I that I'm doing it for. Uh, I'll I don't think that'll happen, but I want this to be wealth that will be passing on to the next generation but it has nothing to do with 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 my kids it has nothing to do with just my mom retiring my mom my dad <laughs> that's kind of a, i think i would be able to do that you know right now but that's not what it's about it's about seeing how 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 high we could take it bro because it, it, we set our own limits you know what I mean? You want to say something? Me and Rico have this confused look, bro. We're, we're like, <laughs> bro. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to and I'm trying to understand it, but yeah. yeah. And I'm and 
it sounds like legacy is very important to you, bro. Yeah. I feel like you really, um, from what you're saying, I'm able to put this together and really assume mm-hmm. you can, I guess, tell me if I'm right yeah. or wrong, but that legacy is really what's important to you and leaving that legacy behind for the generations to come that yeah. are, uh, I guess, waiting to be inspired by the yeah. craft that you're, you know, you're doing and by your story and, and, and what you're doing. And I think it's... Um, I think it's interesting that you say that it you're not necessarily inspired by being able to retire the parents or do yeah. this or for your future children. It's it's no, it's about the people that are going to one day see the work that you put in yeah. and see that maybe uh, it was possible. And if you were able to do it, they can do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I dream of the, the talk of my great my great granddaddy didn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's beautiful. So so then uh, that and and while I'm here just helping as many people as I can. And I, I, I grew up with a lot of, I, I sit and think of how many friends I grew up with and I know where they're working, bro. I know what they're driving and I know where they live. And I know the talks we had when we were kids and we all had that, that, that same talk of wanting that life of our dreams. Our life of, a dream, of our dreams was a lot different for them at the moment, what they're currently living than what we described as kids. But for some strange reason, the you know the the cards we were all dealt that life does not match what we what we we mentioned we wanted when we were kids and i haven't given up on that you know what i mean and and that doesn't mean that they can't have it yet that's a thing that doesn't mean that i can't go back just like i did for my team and said hey you guys thought you were gonna retire you guys were gonna be here another hey we're out this bitch you know i mean this is what i found out now we're gonna look to see how many other hands we can we can grip and, and bring as many people as we can on board. Bring them up and do the same again. You know what I mean? So while while we're here, that's the goal. Okay. And and as of right now, I just added my sister to the team, bro. My sister's a goddamn animal. Okay. Mighty here. You're a savage. Wherever you're at. Shout, shout out. <laughs> my sister's a savage, bro. I've always told her, hey, hey, hey Mighty, uh, everybody gives seems to give your little brother props. Like, Oh, Andy this, Andy that, okay. performer here, okay. a little recognition uh, on stage. No, bro, my sister's a savage, bro. But see, one thing she was always lacking was that courage. Okay. And it took me a year and a half for her to be like, you know what? All right, I'm in. She, she, she's been a teacher for like 20 years, making a six figures and, and you know, summers paid and all this nonsense. And she's like, you know what? I think we could do more. We can help more people. Mm. I'm on board. I'm, I'm sending in my, my two weeks. You know what I mean? So now she just came on board and she works more more than I do, bro. She's like obsessed with it and she knows it's for the next generation. It's not for us. You know? So I'm very, very, very grateful for that opportunity. Has has anybody ever called you crazy? Yeah. And and, and the reason I'm saying that is because your biggest motivating motivating factor is something that you can't see, something that you can't touch, something that you cannot even that's not even gonna exist right now. Yeah. So in, in reality you're doing everything based off faith. Correct. I'm huge on faith. Yeah. Okay. I actually think that that I, I tell this to my friends and family, the people I'm close with. I'm like, hombre, le digo a Diosito, like, Diosito, pon la atención también a otros. You know, don't just don't just pamper me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> show some love to everybody else too. Uh-huh. I do feel like the luckiest man alive, bro. I feel like he knows what my intentions are. He, and just things, crazy things happen to me, bro. Mm-hmm. And I don't even act surprised because I know i'm expecting to get lucky and i am ex- and i know that he knows what i'll i'll do with that you know you're expecting to get lucky i'm expecting to get lucky yeah what, what does that mean i expect to meet the right people i expect the right help to come my way to create the right teams to like things just work out and how important is that 
how important do you feel that is to expect things? Uh, because uh, we talk to a lot of people, bro, and yeah. that's not something that's very common. Yeah. Like people, people tend to have that. Like uh, you said, scarcity mindset earlier yeah. today, where people are saying, "Oh, what if my deal doesn't go through? Yeah. Oh, what if my I, I put this listing up and it just never sells?" But it sounds like you're like, "No, I'm putting it up and I'm expecting it to sell. I'm gonna bring my sister in and she's gonna be a beast." Yeah. And I'm expecting for great things and me to meet the me to meet the right people. Yeah. So uh, I just I just know that if I put in my part, God is gonna get meet me halfway and and things oh. are gonna work out. Okay. But I need I need. To make sure that I am prepared, that I took the initiative to study, to to sleep in when I needed to sleep in, to to work the hours that I needed to work, so that that when opportunity comes, you know, I'm prepared to to capitalize. But I know that I'll I'll be meeting everybody that I need to meet to accomplish, you know, what I want to accomplish. Okay. So yeah, crazy has been in the talks. Even what I've done here in the year and a half is a little crazy, but I expected it. Dude, that's a good question, man. What what have you done in a year and a half? Yeah, so so I I've been in the business about three years, but the first year and a half I didn't do shit. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I moved to Pasadena last April, at the end of April, and I couldn't tell you I couldn't sit with the client and tell them about FHA loans or conventional loans or sit through an appointment all by myself. Okay. There's no way. In about a month and a half, a light bulb went off. I had Willie who taught me just the, the general info, enough for me to be like, okay, I could talk to a client. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll know about, I'll know enough just to to get it to, to the next step. Okay. And what is it, a year and like three months, four months? We, <clears throat> I mean, man, right, right, right after moving here, I mean, it was, it was, I moved in, in at the end of April, that September, I I did it. I put up enough numbers to throw me on stage, which Grant Cardone was there. Okay. Wait, you spoke on stage with Grant Cardone? Yeah, I got a recognition, and yeah, okay. Grant Cardone was there in the audience, and I gave him a little shout-out. And this is not driven, right? It was driven. It was driven, driven okay. Too. Driven, too, so we did that. Um, fast forward, uh, six months after moving here, I opened my satellite office. Uh, another six months, I hired a processor, or I hired an assistant, a full-time assistant. Fast forward another six months, I have two full-time employees and a, and a team of 13, 14. We have the biggest team now in the company, bro. The, 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 as a loan officer, I have the biggest team in, in the company. Okay. They're not the top producing team yet. It's not. But we just started. Give me another, give us another four months. Okay. This will be the top producing team in the company. There you go, bro. You have a lot of people hearing that right now. Yeah. No, no. It's a, it's a fact. Bro, me tienes, me tienes callado, bro. I'm normally the one that's talking. So, but so seriously, it, everything's, everything's, uh, the things you're saying, bro. Wow. Like, yeah. you did, the thing about your sister, bro, that's next level because that's one of my goals. Yeah. So, see, it's, it's all wow. about bringing the family, bringing the family uh, on board as well. Okay. I, yeah. I, the goal here for this next year is going to be to hire another three family members. I shot a text message this morning. I haven't done this before, house. bro, but. Dude. Thank you, bro. Yes. So bro, your next bro. level. Yeah. Your next level, bro. So, Neta. so thank you. Bro. The light bulb that clicked down in your head. Let, let me under, let me get this right. It was it was Willie, the mentor. Yeah. That's what clicked in your head, and that's what made all the difference in the world. Yeah, man. I think we just all need one one solid mentor to sit one on one with you. So, when you were sitting down with Willie, when you were sitting with your mentor, were you listening to a lot of different external factors? Were you listening to other information, or were you just internalizing what Willie said? It was it was it, it was always Grant, Albert, and Willie, but they all aligned because they were stuck. Willie studied Albert, Albert studied Grant. So it was a little, 
It was perfect. Okay, so in the four in the past four in the past month, I've talked with four high of the highest producers that I know. You're somebody that I just met today. Yeah. You just you're the number four. Yeah. It's it's what I was telling you about earlier when I was talking to Matt. It's exactly what he said. He said I shut off all external factors that didn't align with my goal. Yeah. I listened to what my mentor said, and that made all the difference for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in in uh, especially being millennials, you know, being in this millennial space. Something that tends to affect us millennials, especially in the digital world, is the fact that we uh, information is one of the most beautiful things, mm-hmm. but it's also our biggest crutch because we consume so much information sometimes that it's it, it can get convoluted in our own mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Gary Vee's a salesman, but his sales tactics are almost day and night with what Grant Cardone teaches. Oh, yeah, they're different. And you might not align with what Gary Vee says. Maybe right. if you followed Gary Vee's yeah. tactics, it won't necessarily align with you because his personality is so yeah. different from yours. Yeah, I wasn't able to study him. Right? But yeah. the fact that you studied Willie and you studied other uh, high achievers like Grant Cardone, it yeah. seems like that is what made all the difference in your world mm-hmm. and you just, you know, took charge. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, we didn't have conflicting data. Okay. You know, so I did pinpoint, this is my mentor, this is who I'm going to study. I don't even want to hear everybody else and what they have to mm-hmm. to educate on. And, and that was definitely it. I started learning, I started learning loans and... Also from Willie, I got a lot of the business business mindset. Okay. Because I was a hustler. I was here working like a savage. But then I started learning how to delegate. He would tell me, you know, buddy, what are you doing driving? Driving to Modesto? How long's the drive? And I was like <laughs> That reality check. I'm like, I don't know, like five, six hours. Oh wow. You need to you need to you need to, you need to reconsider that. You know, what do you what could you what could you do with those five, six hours? And when I started seeing nicer checks I was like, oh shit, yeah, I do have a couple prequels that I could be doing. Man, shit, I could do it in, in, the, in, the, in the airplane. I could still be working and advancing there. Pay the whatever, 150, one, 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 you know, one way. I was like, that's not even bad. Then I, yeah. started, then I started figuring out other ways. There's times that we needed to collect documents from a client. And I was like, you know what? It's going to take me 30 minutes, maybe another 20 there talking, another 30 back. I did the math. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to send an Uber. Get that documents and and send them this way. Send an Uber or, to get your documents. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just start getting <laughs> creative. Get creative yeah. Yeah, I'll pay for a FedEx. I think there's a there's a service where we could pay FedEx and 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 they'll pick up the documents and just to save your time. That's a little more business minded. Or uh, there was times where family friends are asking you for a ride to the airport. Hell no. Not especially not in LA. I'm gonna I'm gonna send an Uber and I'd rather do you the favor that way. But I'm not gonna spend an hour there. And then another hour back, that's two hours of my time. You know what I mean? You learn to do little things like that. You listen, guys, that's how a top performer thinks. Yeah. So so it's that. that time that is time, money, right? That time, man. That time. We have to be very efficient oh, yeah. with, with our time. And then now to talk, to talk talking a little bit about delegating in teams. So we have a team, bro. We have a team of 13, right? So it's perfect. Two of them are, are one, one is an assistant, one is a processor, and then we have my sister. My sister's right right there next to me. She's in my ear all the time. She's actually the one. She's a mastermind, bro. I'm okay. just a face. You know what I mean? Well, that's where it's going to, that's, that's what it is now. That's what it was. It wasn't that, you know, a few months ago, but right now we're, we're putting positions. It's almost like a, like a, like a soccer team. Yeah. Because in the, in our team right now, everybody wants to be a forward, bro. Everybody wants to score goals and okay. like, you know, get the credit for, that would be like our sales team, you know? So I'm starting to figure out, okay, you know what, bro? You're techie. You know, you're, you're, you're the tech guy in our team. You just want to be forward. But in our team, that's why we put left wings, right wings. You're, you're a forward. 
you're the right forward because you're right footed and you're left footed. So this is soccer, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then we start putting everybody where they're supposed to go. I have everybody doing personality tests. We're doing a second, a second uh, personality test to to make sure that everybody knows what their skills are, what their strengths are. Because even though we would all love to be forwards and, and be salespeople, there's going to be positions that we need to fill in our team, like somebody that could be marketing, someone that's focusing on our CRM, someone that's focusing on our like finances, someone that's... And everybody's going to... I'm going to make sure everybody's getting paid, paid right. But I'm putting positions for everybody now. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it goes back to delegating because now a lot of times we're doing way too much and... And we need to hire more. It's just something that we're we're starting to work with right now. And that's all my sister. <laughs> Can I ask you something, bro? Yeah. Uh, delegation. When is it that you decided to to hire your first person or, or build your team? Was it when you can afford it, when you could afford it, or did you do it prior to you having the ability to afford it? So this was, this was something I told a buddy of mine, bro. Uh, I would be fearful if you do not feel confident in your ability to produce okay like if you don't think you could bring another two three deals if you had more free time nah, probably don't do it you know i wouldn't do it but if in your heart you know like man i know that if i go out this these next seven days i'll bring x amount of deals in then fucking do it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's all it's all an internal thing like you knowing yourself like i can bring deals in i just need to shave time out of my I need to get this time out of my house I need to clear this time up and that way I can focus on on going out and, and shaking hands or with the realtors or with the clients or prospecting and however we generate business so okay. I was quick I got I had a nice paycheck and I'm like all right I'm hiring someone like now because you did this in a year no you said a year I, I, like uh, a year six, and a half in six months bro I hired I hired my first assistant right away and I was doing a lot of paperwork I was I was here at two three in the morning because I was doing a lot of paperwork Bro, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, as soon as I, as soon as I get a chance, as soon as I find someone that I feel comfortable um, hiring, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And at the same time, I always knew that that building a team was the way we were. That that's the direction I was heading. So the 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 vision was always there. I'm gonna grow a team. And I'm gonna hire someone, and I'm gonna keep hiring. And 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 by the end of next year, we want to have like 50, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have a wait list right now, but I don't want to bring them on board yet because my sister's working on. I mean, she's. I could go on for. Sounds like days. you're already halfway there. You already have a wait list of people. How yeah, many, how many no, people we have. We, how many people are working with you right now? We're thir- we're thirteen, but one is one is a processor, one's an assistant, and my sister, which which she's right there with me, and uh, nine. It's gonna be nine LOs total. Wow. So you got hmm. about forty-seven more. No, thirty-seven more to go. Yeah, we have a we have about six, six that are waiting. For me to just give them a call, tell them how to start. They went through through Willie's training. Mm. Willie's training is what helped me just get the general info. I, I I recommended anybody who wanted to get in the business to go through that first, so that I'm not spending time training. On, so once on again, delegation. Delegation. Yeah, and then now what I do is I set up my 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 guys that already know uh, a, a lot of the stuff that we cover. They run trainings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I just set them up. Hey, uh, Juanito's going to run training on on point or on calculating income or on reviewing credit or whatever. I just have to give the set up, set up the training, and I have them training, and I'll hop in and just drop in a little, little some, some, and then I hop out, and, and I know they're handling, and I'm handling business. I'm focused on, like, okay, what's next? But the higher stuff. 
bro wow you're this is this is this you know what i actually i was i was talking to a few i have a mastermind in in knox in ventura yeah. and uh, i was talking to a few los and i was saying imagine if this was a it was a thing you created that thing that i was that i was thinking of man you you're basically creating a, a an educational platform mm-hmm. for your los you guys you guys are gonna go far no doubt in my mind bro you guys are gonna go far because you're teaching them the basics right i mean i was with a bank for seven years bro and even being at a bank a big bank mm-hmm. for that and even being at a big bank there was no real education on how to be an lo how to calculate things it was just kind of like go find a deal bring it back and plus put it on yeah. how do i do it well i don't know figure it out you know what i mean yeah. um so i think that what you're doing is is gonna definitely help put you on the map yeah as a team yeah as a team as, yeah. as, a, as a it's just wow man and wow. i want them to get that recognition yeah more than anything yeah you know what i mean because right now andy it's like okay i think i almost feel like people are like okay, they see my face already. A few people, you know, too, too many times. But yeah. I think that when we start, no sabemos quién es el mono. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's cool when 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 now people are like, hey, who's Chente? Actually, I, I he's he's got a good a uh, good personality, el guy. Yeah, Lo conocía yeah. driven. Yeah. So you see yeah. what I'm saying? Who's Betty? Cool who's and the next thing you know, it's like they're coming up. Yeah. And I love I love seeing that. It's like I like that man. I'm tired of seeing my face. I want to see my people's faces. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna say something on film that he's not gonna <laughs> like it. He's not going to like it, right? So, Chente, right? Yeah. We had an arm wrestling. Uh, Yesterday. So, no, that wasn't. Uh, the, oh. This one with Chente was in Halloween. Okay. Okay. A ver, ¿qué pasó? Right. So, we had a, a, a arm wrestle competition. Albert's like, hey, I want to see you two arm wrestle, right? 100 bucks <laughs> for the winner. And he, 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 loves, he, he loves to just get people competing against him. Yeah. 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 And he then looks I was, like the And then leader. I told Chente, we're doing, because for a bit, we're, we're like this. Okay. And we were thinking, how oh, bro, we don't want to compete against each other, but I don't want to beat you. You don't want you to be, you know, we yeah. don't want to do that. But at the end of the day, I, I whisper, I'm like, we're doing it. You need this exposure. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to see, and all eyes on us, the whole circle, I want I want people to see, like, who's this guy? Yeah. So when we're arm wrestling, uh, I, of course, I, I, was, I was trying to win. And then I thought to myself, why are you going to win, Andy? Like, let, <laughs> let him win. And people be like, oh, shit. You know, it's it's all eyes on Chente now. Yeah, because he 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 took the W. Everybody knows. I'm, I thought to myself, everybody knows. Everybody here at least knows Andy, but not everybody knows Chente. Yeah. So Chente, hey, you're not gonna believe me, brother, but I went a little, <laughs> I went a little soft for a little bit. So that yes. you, take the time, brother. <laughs> you heard that, Chente? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. So it it, it just uh, it, it's not it ain't no better feeling than seeing your people get the spotlight okay. too, brother. Like I can't wait to my. To see who 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 in our team takes top performer next year because that's okay. who, who we're expecting us. You know, um, when we when we walked in, Rico said something about you, and I didn't really know much about you, so it was hard to piece it. But yeah. you have a lot of qualities that make you a dangerous person when it comes to kind of like achieving that goal when it comes yep. to like making it. But I, you have one extra quality that we haven't talked about, bro. Mm-hmm. That that's really what sets you more as a mm-hmm. as a key player, as a dangerous person. In this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rico said que te gusta jugar el pendejo. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's true. Bro, tell me if I'm wrong. It's true, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that people drop their guard on you. They kind of sleep on you a little bit. And then when you need to show what you got, then you show up and you 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 almost surprise people. Yeah, like, yeah porque yeah. pones la cara. No más, nada más pones la cara, bro, porque yeah. pendejo no tienes nada. So yeah. nada más pones la cara de, hey, how do you, how do, you do this? And, and uh, how do you do that? And I feel like you're just like listening and hearing and listening and analyzing. And that's... 
That's amazing, man, that you have that characteristic because that's dangerous. Not only that, you're selfless, bro. You are self. You, I don't feel from this conversation and getting to know you through this conversation, I feel like there is no selfish uh, anything. There's nothing selfish in your body, bro. Yeah. I feel you're selfless. You want to put yeah. your people on. You want to yeah. see them grow. Um, you're willing to jump in and learn how to swim and then tell everybody, okay, jump yeah. in. It's safe. There's no sharks in the water. Yeah. It's safe. I learned how to swim. Now come jump in and uno, uno, uno por uno. Let me show you guys. Okay, this is how you do things. You know what I mean? And and that is something very admirable, bro. Yeah. Um, that's something big. It's it's the hombres, the, the cabrones, the huevos, bro. Mm-hmm. Es algo que te respeto un chingo. Thank like you. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say that that I know too many people that are willing to put others wants and needs before theirs i mean like you said you went back to your hometown and you pulled people out of what they thought was there forever yeah right and you gave them a dream mm-hmm. you allowed them to become a child again yeah and dream and want something bigger something better let me tell you something a, a story you won't know who it is so it's cool i'm gonna just expose his ass right now because <laughs> it'll be anonymous but i love their stories too bro like we we as a team have have a, a clear description as to what our why is. Right. Yeah. You know, we have our whys, we have our goals, and I know why they're doing what they're doing. So when they need an accountability partner, then I'm there to remind them, hey, remember when you said that you went to Target and your daughter said she wanted a toy? She said she wanted this toy. And you said, oh, shit, it's 60 bucks. Mia, why don't you get this one over here? This one's really nice, too, because this one's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? And it broke your heart that you 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 weren't able to give her what she wanted. You had a you had her settle for something else. But that as a man, I, you know how much that hurt you. And, and I come around and tell him, "Hey, brother, you're gonna have to work this weekend. Remember why why you're doing. It. Remember that your little daughter is gonna, you know, have to bring it back up. That or I have another buddy who who in his family it was just all about drug dealing. You know, that's the way that." He, he said something powerful a couple weeks ago. He said, he said, uh, they asked him, what, what success to you? And he said, man, if you would ask me what success to me three months ago, I would have said success to me is or would have been to see who can push the most keys of whatever it was in a week or in a. So he was talking about that was success where, where he comes from. Right to see who could sell the most dough. And and now he said, man, a couple weeks ago, my nephew, my little nephew, 10-year-old, he asked me for a favor. He asked me to buy him something for some, some gaming device. And I said no for whatever reason. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm just going to sell drugs. He's like, man, that's an example that we're setting for these kids at 10 years of age. He's like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that faucet of us producing nothing but little drug dealers in our family because that's what that's what they've seen all their life this buddy of mine since he was 10 that's what he was doing you know what i mean and um and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna close that faucet i'm gonna make sure that i am the person that shows that we can become successful businessmen without having to do that without having to take that avenue you know what i mean so that then i come back around and i remind them why, why we're doing what we're doing and I'm I'm privileged to be able to to help them accomplish those goals, you know. So it's well, special, bro. It's way deeper than just yeah. No, there's there's a deeper rooted yeah. why. Yeah. Um, and I hope that not only do you share that here one day, because yeah. this is not the only time we're gonna have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I hope to have you on here again, bro. But I hope that this is something that 
because yes, you share that you're passionate about helping people, bro. But it sounds like there's a deeper rooted, even for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a deeper rooted why yeah. that I feel like maybe you haven't even shared with the world yet. Yeah. And I feel like one day when you do, you're going to impact so many lives. You're already doing it on a, on a scale that I haven't really seen. I'm telling you, bro, you're a, what do, what do we, what, what's that word you use, Rigo? You're a, an anomaly? Anomaly. You're an anomaly, bro. Wait, you're wait, something. Describe that for me, bro, which, I'm, I'm going to need the dictionary. An on, anomaly, an outlier, somebody who, against all odds, is always finds a way to overcome most of their obstacles. And yeah. it's, it's it, who is uncommon. Yeah. For yeah. example, I might not be able to achieve the same thing you have because you just have this mindset. You have the way you operate and the way you handle things, it's, it's unseen. Yeah, it really is, bro. And, and you're making an impact to the right people. You're you're literally going back. Uh, and I'll tell you this because, I mean, I come I don't come from the nicest neighborhood. Right. Yeah, yeah. In Oxford. So you're going to the hood and you're taking your homies out the hood. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you're kind of like the homie that made it out the hood. And yeah. you're going back in there and fishing your boys out and yeah. saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to put you on. I'm going to put you in position to win. And that's tell me don't chingo, bro. Yeah. Real talk. The hombre, hombre, bro. This is something that. Um, a lot of what you're saying really resonates with me and, and I hope it really res- resonates with the people listening. Yeah. If there's any of your team listening on here, man, I'll tell each and every one of you guys, this man truly believes in you. Yeah. Andy truly believes in you and in your dreams and who you're going to become. Don't take anything that he shows you for granted because uh, you can see it in his eyes. This guy's passionate not only about his goals but about your goals. So for the man that's listening that... Couldn't buy that $60 gift for his daughter. Hey, bro, you got this. Ponte las pilas. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he's saying. To the guy that heard his 10-year-old nephew talk about drugs, you know what? Be the example. Mm-hmm. You want to see a difference in this world? Well, be the difference that you want to see. And to everybody else on his team that's listening, you have an amazing leader, somebody that wants to see you succeed and that is not scared of going in the trenches with you. Something amazing, bro. Honestly, Andy... I already had respect for you, bro, but after hearing you speak today, man, this is just, I respect you on a different level, bro. Thank you, bro. The cabrones, the hombres, the, the yeah. chingones, the loan officers, bro. Something that I really admire, and, and I see why you're doing amazing things, and I see why you're going to continue to do amazing things. Thank keep you, changing lives, bro. Neta, keep changing lives. Yeah. So, about, um, with that being said, we always like to end it with, parting words from you what is something that you want to drop to your team drop to the audience maybe just drop to those people that don't know you yeah uh, i'd say just live life as a student you know we there, there's always so much more for us to 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 learn to improve and that's something i've i've told every single one of our 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 team members we will always be students students of the game you know the moment we feel like we know something we, we put a cap on, on our potential. So if this is a millennial mindset. I mean, even that, el, el puro title is talking about us shifting that if, if any of us are not in tune with what we really can accomplish. Or I know we were talking about millennials having a bad, a bad rep about being lazy or whatnot. Man, we, 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 we can do amazing things if we just get our mindset right. You know, so, so remain a student. Yeah, always, always be learning. I know there is a saying, always be closing. I would say always be learning. Yeah. You know, so definitely, I'll leave, I'll leave my people with that. So where can they find you? If they want to, you know, reach out to you, reach out to your business, get more information on you, where can they find you? Yeah, look me up on Instagram, Andy's Home Loans. And on Facebook, it'd be Andy's Home Loans as well. So 
add me on there, shoot me a little DM, and, and I always engage with my people on there too. I get a lot of messages, and I do my best to give back to everybody. Definitely, I'll, I'll be a, an advocate for that. I, I've received messages even before I met you, bro. So with that being said, bro, once again, thank you so much for taking the time and, and sharing your story in, in business with us. Um, truly an amazing and inspirational millennial that's doing great things. Um, mi gente, we truly appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Make sure that you uh, continue to get those notifications when we get to share stories like these that are impacting people and individuals. I know that there's somebody out there that is going to be inspired after this, this conversation that we had. So once again, thank you so much. And we will catch you on next week's episode. Peace. Peace out, guys.